Welcome one, welcome all to the Snail Trail 4x4 Podcast. If you like going off-roading in Toyotas, wrenching on Toyotas, camping in Toyotas, maybe even poking a little bit of fun at Toyotas, and of course, hearing about all the 10 millimeter sockets you get with Toyotas, then this is the podcast for you. That's right, ladies and germs. My name is Tyler. This is episode 197, and Jimmy is already destroying the new studio. <laughs> I'm good. You're good. Where's the way of set? Don't worry yeah, about me sure. over here. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you sure about how there it all goes? <laughs> We're done. Hey, We're I done. still have my coffee. Now. It's just now a little <laughs> out of reach. <laughs> Anyways, we are here in the new recording studio, which is pretty exciting. We'll get into that a little bit here. Um, but I got my good buddy who's been with me on almost all 197 episodes. See, you're just, Shit, sorry. we got to restart. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. This is the very professional snail trail 4x4 this podcast. This is what happens when we continuously move studios. <laughs> yes. From studio snail to studio studio tl just the shop i think we started in the shop Uh uh-huh uh-huh and now we're at studio mf yep the mf in studio so studio i think this is going to turn into the the permanent studio here um where we kind of finally just said you know what we're doing it getting tired of listening to the intern in the background Mm -hmm. and and getting interrupted by the delivery drivers throughout the day (laughs) right Hey, there he is. I'm glad we brought him to the studio with us. <laughs> right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we're actually going to convert one of the rooms here at the Morflate warehouse in the offices space into kind of like a studio lounge. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. Um, yeah. The ideas we're coming up with. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit here. Um, joining me, though, is Jimmy, Mr. Hey. Jimmy Jet. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the studio. Thanks. Welcome to the podcast. Gracias. Even though you're destroying everything. I know. I, I totally am. <laughs> changing everything ever but you know what the studio audience still loves me they do so yeah i've been playing on uh speaking of the studio audience Mm -hmm. i've been playing on clubhouse a little bit uh and a lot of people seem to sync their phone to their roadcaster Uh, and then while they're on playing on while they're talking on clubhouse they Uh can use the the buttons on the roadcasters yeah because i reckon (laughs) i i think we removed yeah we removed it but the intro audio oh yeah the people were using that like (laughs) all right today on this in this room we're going to be doing you know talking about x y and z while the the intro music is going on the the stack like stack or what's not stock stock music the music on the roadcaster was playing so it was kind of i was like i know that i know that song we had to get rid of that Yeah, yeah now we got the elevator music in there that's uh we replaced it with the elevator music yeah um yeah it's uh we had a a nice little chat before recording here about clubhouse and i think we came up with a game plan of how we're gonna try and utilize clubhouse i think yeah we're gonna definitely so somehow some way we're gonna do something on there Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's a good way of putting it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're not sure what yet yeah but uh sounds both, like our monthly giveaways yeah we're not right? sure exactly what's going on but something. we something's gonna happen oh man what episode is this i don't know how many times have we been doing it uh this is at least our third time right. so. 
<laughs> For those uh, new listeners, this is not normal. Yeah. This <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't know. You have to go back and listen to all 196 other episodes to find out if this is normal or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But um, yeah, I think Clubhouse could be kind of fun though, with the idea that we came up with. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of whether we can. If it's possible. Phys- if it's possible <laughs> physically to do that. So um, we got to do a little bit more research into it and figure it out. But um, yeah, some cool stuff coming on uh, the Clubhouse front. Uh, we, I don't know if I ever announced it. I know I announced that Wheeling Wine and Whiskey got set up, but we are officially set up on iHeartRadio and Pandora. Yeah. Um, so That's if you guys awesome. like to use iHeartRadio for listening to audio stuff, um, you can now listen to Snail Trail 4x4 over on iHeartRadio as well. Um, and we're going to be setting up on Odyssey here uh, very shortly too, yeah. Um, which is the new radio.com radio.com went and um, rebranded themselves. And that's what you were talking about yes. that other episode, a few episodes back where you're like, Oh, the new audio thing, audacity. Yeah. So it's a, it's odd odyssey, 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 but it's spelled weird. A U D a C Y. Yeah. So odyssey.com uh, will be up on there as well for your listening enjoyment. And we're looking at another radio um, outlet here in the future. So we'll let you guys know about that um, as that becomes more, more details come out of the woodwork about it. Yes. Yes. Now that's all interesting. I'm really, I'm, I'm really intrigued about the idea and I'm curious how it'll uh, mm-hmm. come out in mm-hmm. the long run. So. I agree. I'm, I'm same with me and I'm kind of like, I want to dive into it more just to, because I love figuring out how things work, right? Yeah. So especially when it comes to podcast or audio stuff, I want yeah. to know how everything works with all of our free time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. About that. Um, so yeah, speaking of free time, uh, we have uh, a lot of extra stuff going on with this podcast. If you're a regular listener, you know all about the extra stuff we do for you guys. Um, and we all do it because we absolutely love you guys. Uh, we love the listeners. We love hanging out with you guys out on trails in person. We love, um, kibitzing with you guys over the patron group on Facebook, um, over emails, over Instagram texts, whatever it is, listening to your stupid voicemails that you guys leave. <laughs> Yeah. Do we have more voicemails? We don't have any more. So people need to leave more voicemails. Send us a joke. We want to hear jokes about hippies and lifeguards. If you guys have any, Jimmy needs to up his repertoire. Can people text you on that since you're the the sole holder? Yep. They can text in to Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should cut this section out. Uh. Because Sherpa is going to be messaging you all every day now. He already does. I mean, (laughs) he's got our personal numbers. (laughs) He has our personal numbers. He already texts us. Um, But yeah, you can text the the voicemail number because it's it's essentially a Google voice number, right? right? Yeah. So and it's set up on a... Uh, uh, Gmail that I set up just for the podcast. So it's snail trail four by four podcast at gmail.com. Um, so don't email that ever. We will never check it. It's literally yeah. just so we can get the Google voice number. Right. But um, you can call the number nine one six three four five four seven four four and leave a voicemail and we will play it on the podcast without listening to it first. <laughs> which is kind of fun. Yes. Yes, it is. If it's really bad, we'll cut it out after and post. Shh, but, don't tell them. Oh, that. sorry. 
but we will listen to it live. Yes, so. we will listen to it live. You'll get our genuine live reactions from it. Um, so you can tell us a joke. You can just say, hey, what's up? You can tell us how much you don't like wheeling wine and whiskey. Um, you can let us know what you think Lorenzo is up to. Um, uh, and if you have any tips about Lorenzo or any negative feedback for the podcast, you can call in to 408-800-5169 and leave all your negative feedback there at that phone number. Yes. So be awesome. That would be fantastic. If you guys could do that, I would literally love you forever. (laughs) So that's one of the extra things that we do here on the podcast for the listeners and to have fun with you guys. Um, And some of the other stuff we do is a monthly giveaway. We do a monthly giveaway, um, bare minimum. You're guaranteed a hundred dollar value retail value out of whatever we decide to give away. And this month, uh, we've partnered with sidetracked off road Morgan over in Folsom, California. Um, he does a really, really, really good job. Um, at getting parts and sourcing off-road parts for people and getting some really sweet deals and discounts and prices on stuff. So um, definitely hit him up. Go spend some money with him. He saved my ass multiple times <laughs> for multiple trips yes, getting stuff to me yes, in time. Has. Um, so huge shout-out goes to Morgan. Go visit him at Sidetracked Off-Road. And this month with him, uh, we are giving away a synthetic winch line and a Haas Fairlead which is pretty freaking cool. It's about $150, $200 value in total. Might be over $200. I haven't looked up um, how much his winch lines are, but I know his his synthetic winch lines are a pretty damn good deal. Um, They're a pretty good price. So um, you can check that out. He's got some really good prices on recovery equipment and lighting. Yeah. So exterior lighting for your vehicle, whether that's ditch lights, um, flood lights, light bars, rock lights, whatever it is. Um, We've done a couple of his rock light kits in the past on the on the the show here, and those have always turned out great. We put a one of his kits on Bobcat. We did, yeah. And it turned out fantastic. It, yep. And we That's, did the same kit on my dad's truck. Yes, we did as well. Yeah. And it turned out fantastic. And now I'm kind of like, I want party lights on Kermit. I, <laughs> I still have. I have two more, uh-huh. but I'm curious. I um. Because there's a controller box usually when we set them up. Bluetooth controller box. Yeah. yeah. Or um, not a, yeah, a Bluetooth controller box. Is that what it primarily is? So mm-hmm. I could probably wire in a hard mount switch mm-hmm. to those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have two more and I want to put them under the hood of Bobcat. Oh. <laughs> and um, set them up so that they're like engine lights. Oh, I see. Right? Yeah. And uh, so I was always like, man, do, how am I going to... So I you just have another? two of the pods. I just have two more pods. Oh, perfect. Yeah, then no, that's easy to wire together and put yeah. on a switch. Yeah. And I specifically, he had a kit of four, like a mixed up kit or something uh-huh. like that. I don't remember how he got it. It was probably a kit of six that he, he took he two took out two to out make out an of, eight light kit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was perfect because I wanted eight lights uh-huh. and I wanted two more because I wanted one in front and behind each one of my tires. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted two more for underneath the hood. So it all, it all worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And because it wasn't a full kit, he gave me the uh, sweet deal on it. So yeah, Morgan's a great guy, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. if you're looking for parts and uh, you know, or something, an oddball thing, mm-hmm. hit him up uh, sidetracked off road. Yep. Totally. 100%. I'm with, that on board man also if you happen <laughs> to win this month's uh giveaway 
hit up uh, solve function or Lee at out saying FJ 80 and you can get that fair lead that Haas fair lead custom oh, laser right. etched with a few different funny sayings or mm-hmm. possibly anything you want uh, depending mm-hmm. on how Lee would work it out with you guys but yeah he's he's laser etched a few like will winch for beer that's my favorite one yeah Haas fair lead that was <laughs> I need to get cool. mine done with that <laughs> uh, he's he's put some funny sayings on that so yeah. if, you, if you do win this hit him up if you're interested in getting some custom laser etching done on there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. So that's one of the other things we do for the channel. Um, another thing we do for the channel or that we are doing, we're working on is um, we're working and trying to give away a winch. Yes, we are. We have a winch in our possession. Uh, it's a rough country winch that we're trying to give away and we will give it away as soon as we hit 500 reviews on iTunes. Yes. How many are we up to now? We're up to 256. Woo, we made so it over. We're over halfway. We're over halfway. We need to figure out who that 250 is because we owe them oh, a, yeah. a sticker pack. Count, about, count down six. Let's actually do that right now. Um, let's see here. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Hold on. Would that be? So that's 356, 55, 54, 53, 52, 51, 50. So 256. Sorry, 256. So JL Wheeling. Is the winner Jay. of the sticker pack. We're giving it to a jeeper. I know. It's annoying. <laughs> Let's cancel that. 3.0 slow J. There you go. <laughs> Congratulate. Now, uh, Wait, JL what was 3.0 slow J 251. He's 251. Yeah. Uh, so 250 was JL Wheeling. Um, Aaron. A-A-Ron. 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 What we're, I, we have no real way to get a hold of this guy. He actually left his Instagram tag here on the oh, review. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he's like, I'm two, <laughs> did he say I'm two fifty bitches. Hey guys, uh, let me just, he says, Hey guys, just wanted to say how much I love the podcast. I am a Jeep owner and learned about you guys from listening to Jason and Chris over at wheeling wine and whiskey, our sister podcast. Um, love both of the shows. Keep up the good work and hope to see you on the trail soon. Also Tyler, I am loving the more system works. Awesome. Cool. So awesome. Um, yeah, it's Instagram is at JL underscore Whelan. So uh, we'll get in touch with you, Aaron, and get you a nice sticker pack. Um, and we'll see if we can get in touch with uh, Jason and Chris over there and get you some stickers from them as well. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll, yep. uh, we'll hook you up, buddy. Yep. We'll get you all set up, man. What was that Instagram again? Uh, JL underscore Whelan. No G on the end. Are you having Brian pull him up? Aaron. It's mm-hmm. white. A Aaron's a white dude. A white. Well, it's a white white jail. jail. <laughs> I don't even. He follows irate four by four and sixteen others. Ah, yeah. Look at you guys. You have so much things in common. So cool. A Aaron, thank you, sir, for being number two hundred fifty. We'll get that pack out to you, and I'm really glad you're enjoying your Morflate. So it's been really cool to see all the the great feedback coming in about the Morflates over the past uh, few days, few weeks. So. Um, yeah, once we get to 500. 500 reviews, we will be giving away this winch. Yes. So um, we have a couple of more reviews we have not read yet. And this one comes from Web Wheeler. It's a four-star review, not a five-star. So we'll see what he has to say here. Oakley-doakley. <laughs> so Web Wheeler says, the best podcast of the handful of different off-road podcasts I listen to. Entertaining, but the episodes could be half as long if Tyler's laughing sessions were cut out. <laughs> Stop laughing. Sorry. I am very disappointed in their XJ knowledge. I have only had a forerunner for two years, and I know 10 times more about Tyler's, or sorry, about Toyota's than these goobers know about Jeeps. Definitely stay until the end for the new dad jokes. Great content. <clears throat> 
So I'm okay. If, if we're getting four stars because we don't know a lot about Jeeps, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that yeah. too. Cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know they're leaf sprung all the way around? XJs? XJs. All the way around? Uh, four corners. I thought they were coiled in the front. Nope. They're coiled. In, what are you? You're just confusing me now. I don't think XJs have ever been, never had coils. I think they're coiled coils and mm. shocks in the front. Nope. <sighs> I'm so confused now. Okay. I don't think they've ever had coils. Whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> We're getting away from XJs. I don't want to talk about XJs anymore. <laughs> they don't have a frame, so they're not worthy of talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, this next one is Webb Wheeler's wife. So I'm guessing <laughs> it's the same guy. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> says best off-road podcast that I listen to. <laughs> These guys make my commute a little easier. One of the major benefits is they're up to date with what's going on in the off-road community and upcoming events. The off-road community needs more guys like them. I agree with Tyler's rant about keeping more money in off-road. Oh, that's yes. cool. Yeah, definitely. We were just talking that. about that before <laughs> this podcast. We were just talking about that actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you want to, do you want to talk about that at all or do you want to, just pass on that one. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say this, that on June 9th, I'm, I'm going to head out to outside Georgetown. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to, with the uh, a gentleman from the Forest Service and um, a guy from Slow or South Placer Jeep and Wheelers. Uh, he's the president of that club. And we were going to look at um, trails that we possibly might want to adopt as an adopt-a-trail. Um, we as in snail trail four by four or we yeah. as in South Placer Jeep and wheelers. Well, no, we as in, well, possibly both. We'll see okay. what, uh, how kind of things play out. Um, but possibly we as snail trail four by four, possibly we as snail trail four by four and Jeep and wheelers and, or just Jeep and wheelers might mm-hmm. want to sponsor one. Um, my, I want to have a trail that at least leads somewhere Mm-hmm. Has, so, a destination. Like, has a destination to it. Okay. Um, it can be a very basic trail, something that the forest service want needs help with. That's, that's sort of the goal. It's like the Rubicon has like 10 clubs that help with it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, we could go and help on the Rubicon, but it already is. It's, it all, it needs help and it always needs help, but it's like, but there's other places that need help too. The Rubicon gets a lot of resources mm-hmm. compared to other trails. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that they get enough resources, right? I'm just saying they do get a lot of resources compared to other trails out there. Yeah. And so one of the things I want to do is I want to find a trail that is not being used or not being maintained Mm -hmm. and then start like make that a a trail to maintain. Yeah. And so I want, I really would like to find an off road, a trail that's somewhat off road related and, or is a trail slash fire road that leads to a destination Mm -hmm. that needs help. Yeah. Um, a lot of what I'm talking with the forest service guy, a lot of the trails that they want us to help with or mm-hmm. are up for a possibility to be helped with are logging roads. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not really interested. Like I'm, I'm to some extent I'm for logging to some extent I'm against it. Um, but that's a whole nother topic, but I'm not here to help the logging companies clear their roads so yeah. that they can continue to log. <laughs> you know, it's like that should be their job if it's mm-hmm. a logging road. Um, so lumber I'm, is up 400% in cost right now. I think they can afford it. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Or they need more of us to clear the road so they yeah. can get more lumber. True. <laughs> One <or the> other. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, and if you're interested in, um, 
futures and stock investing, I, lumber might be a good one. Mm-hmm. I also heard on the, uh, this is way off topic, but on the f- we uh, like off topic flower topics. power garden hour, oh, yeah. uh, they said that there's futures available on corn and corn is a hot commodity this year. Yeah, it is. So that might be an interesting one to go on mm-hmm. anyway. So anyways, but get back to the topic that uh, I was talking about um, on, I think it's a Wednesday June 9th, I'm headed up into the mountains and driving a few roads to see what's out there and what's available. They did give us a map and I'm already kind of like, I'm not sure if any of these are what I'm going to be looking at, but I'm going to try and find a few on that map that I want to go and drive um, to see what's out there and what's available. So in the near future, we might have a trail. We'll see. Um, If not, uh, at least the club Jeep and or South Placer Jeep and Wheelers might have a trail Mm -hmm. um, that we can talk about. Um, possibly going and helping them with, but mm-hmm. yeah. So that was uh, that's sort of where I think you were leading me. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, um, we'll have more news on that front too. So and then the last review for today is from Pilot CFI. It says good quality off road show. I used to listen to financial podcasts. Now I give reviews for a chance to win a winch. That's a financial review. That's a financial decision. Yeah. So sounds like your financial podcasts are playing off well to your advantage. Um, thank you for the review. So thanks for writing in and letting us know that you're listening and that um, you like the stuff that's going on over here on the channel and that you guys wish that we knew more about XJs. So <laughs> I, had I do one at one point. I do know that XJs came with uh, Dana 35s and Dana 30s. And 44s. And, well, the I think the Grand Cherokees came with 44s in the rear. The regular XJs came with 35s in the rear and really? 30s up front. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know enough to argue it. With, with inline 6 4.0 Possibly, high output engines. Yeah, possibly one of the best or one of the best engines ever made. Yeah. Possibly the best. Mm-hmm. For, for, for off-roading and rock crawling, I would put it up there as possibly the best engine ever made so um yeah uh and they don't have a frame so anyways uh, (laughs) um yeah that's a that does it for the reviews and i think that about does it for updates yeah i think so Mm -hmm. do we want to talk about next month's giveaway Oh, that's true. We do kind of have those lined up. We have that ready to go. So we can do that now that we're in the last month of May. Uh, Next month's giveaway is going to be two winners. Two. Two wieners. Two Two people have a chance to win. Yep. We have some leftover gift boxes from the April gift box. And so we're going to dedicate two of them, which is $100 retail value each, um, to two winners for the month of June. So we'll have that lined up for you guys um, for the month of June. Um, and that is a great lead in, Jimmy. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'm glad you, you're you getting good at this, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're, you're improving from how we started this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave up on the whole table mount system. I and see that. I, I leaned myself back on the couch. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think this is, I like this actually a little better. Nice. Need to, fig- need to move this a little bit closer so I can pound some buttons. We need to get you one of those. Magnificent bastard. <laughs> I salute you. Oh, thanks. We, we need to get you one of those TV trays that you can like yeah. swing around. There we you. go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, Wait, bring that um 
the gear wrench cart in here. Oh, that would work that great. That would probably work. Yeah. I'll have to get more of those. Oh, that's what we should do. We need to hit up a certain somebody for some decorations in here. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know who you are. You know who you are. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> so, um, cool. So that's, uh, we have the two gift boxes we're going to be giving away. So the April gift boxes, if you are on the gift box tier and you win June and you already received an April gift box, you get another one. Congratulations. <laughs> There's some cool stuff in there. So I think you'll be able to make some use out of it. Um, so let's go over some of the stuff in the gift box. Yes, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, br- you get a brown box. Uh huh. Does that like, does that like, is that under the same mantra of wearing your brown pants for the day? Uh, I would say no, because the okay, stuff on the inside is good. <laughs> that's good. That's what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a, you get a brown box mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't, it's like 12 by six or eight by, or it's nine by six by three. It's big enough for all your goodies to fit into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could say that. There we go. Um, and let's see. So I would, shall we start from the bottom and go to the top or top from the top and then go to the bottom? Let's start at the bottom and go to the top. Work our way. Let's go in ascending order. Cool. Uh, let's say, I think the first item in there that you get Mm -hmm. that is at the bottom is tissue paper. Yay. Roughly like, 0.1 0.1 cent. <laughs> <laughs> so the tissue paper was for decorations because it's Easter. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was an Easter well, box. Well, I've wrapped everyone in a tissue paper lining uh, just so it's like, sort, sort of a gift. Festive. Yeah. You know, you open the box and then it, you have to unwrap the tissue paper kind of a thing. See, that's why you do the boxes. You put them together because if it was me, I would just be like, however I can shove all this in here and just to get it done. I want them to be gift boxes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. So anyways, tissue paper. Tissue paper. Uh And then I think, let's say that since it was Easter, we did Mm -hmm. give you an Easter egg with some candies inside. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully you're not allergic to chocolate or peanuts. Uh I don't think Sherpa ever got any of his. Nope. Sherpa never got any chocolate. (laughs) And I did you you see the messages we got back from Sherpa and Marlene? Yeah. That was pretty good. Do you want to explain what you did now? Now that that's all played out? Yeah, sure. Okay. So... (laughs) Sherpa's mail goes to um, a place in California, mm-hmm. but Sherpa lives temporarily or currently in Florida. Mm-hmm. And so um, he opened his gift box virtually uh-huh. with their having his friends open the gift box for him and he got to go through everything. Mm-hmm. But apparently they opened it prior to um, Sherpa's like they already knew what was inside before they showed it to Sherpa and they ate the candies that were inside. Yep. This is apparently turned into a, uh, um, an ongoing problem for Sherpa. Yes. That he never gets any of his candy because his friends know that when the gift, the snail trail gift box shows up, there's candy inside. So they raid it first mm-hmm. and grab all the candy out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, the, the lady Marlene, the plant lady mm-hmm. opens the gift box and ate the candy and said that we need to add more candy into the boxes (laughs) for, for our listeners and for our patrons. Uh Um, so I had some leftover candy cause I bought like two bags and I had some leftover candy and, um, I bought Easter eggs of 
a whole bunch of varieties of colors and I omitted the pinks and purples. <laughs> okay. From the gift um, boxes. From the gift boxes because mm-hmm. I'm figuring besides brandy, I think mostly they go to men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know, don't get There's my, some very my manly, father, manly, manly men out there that like pink Jimmy. There are. And my father loves like his favorite color is purple. Right. Nice. But I've generally speaking uh-huh. stereotype stereotypes, you know, that there is a, f- this just colors. turned into a sexist podcast. So sorry. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Anyways. So at, they got blues, yellows, greens, and, um, I, I don't know. So you so took all reds. the pink, you took all the pink and purples yep. and what'd you do with them? I filled them with can- the leftover candy and then sent another air quote gift box uh-huh. to Sherpa at, the you know his friends place in california Uh and so when the friends opened it i put a note right on the top that said hey marlene i heard we didn't put enough candy inside the box so here's a box (laughs) of all the leftover candy Uh and she's like oh that's so sweet and then she looked inside and was like oh they could have fit more candy in here (laughs) (laughs) so she was happy but pissed or yeah. sad at the same time and we got we got m- another one of those kevin jones backhanded comments exactly uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and my excuse is that was all the leftover candy that's yeah. all i'm not buying more candy just to give her more candy uh, yeah so but that was funny that was fun all right, now so it sounds like we need to just send sherpa candy yeah that's all we need in his gift box he doesn't we'll, need all the other stuff we'll send all the stuff to uh the California address and then send him a package of candy to yeah, Florida. Exactly. It'll all melt in Florida <laughs> though. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. so Easter egg, because it was Easter full of candy. Mm-hmm. And I think we, th- we just during the November, October, November one, we throw in just candy, mm-hmm. like it straight into the box. Mm-hmm. No Easter egg. Anyways, uh, I think the next thing up from there was random air fresheners. Okay. You got, uh, there was all the blaster there, and gear oil. Yeah. Nice. One of these days, I'm just going to spray that into the boxes. <laughs> awesome. Um, just take a piece of cardboard and spray it with a gear and oil and say PB, it's a gear oil and PV blaster. blaster. <laughs> we'll laser at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there was leather to new car scent to bourbon to Ooh, fireball. Was there a, uh, a screwball from scent? No, one? there wasn't a, sc- <sighs> no, uh, but we could make one. Yeah. It's possibly. By the way, we need to stock the new studio with um, some screwball. some stuff like screwball and old elk, and we'll throw some fireball and mixers in there too for people. Yeah, um, yeah. We need like a nice little like fridge, corner fridge over there, right over there that we can get into and have some fun with. I'm so, down. Okay. <laughs> so let's see what's uh, what's next on the list. You got it in front of you. Uh, we had uh, magnesium fire starters. Yes. So this box ended up, we didn't intend for it to be this way, but after we started yeah. getting like halfway through with items, we're like, oh, this box is kind of getting a theme. It is. Um, yeah. So the theme of this box was what, Jimmy? It was sort of an outdoors um, recovery or outdoor safety. It's like outdoors safety, outdoors emergency preparedness mm-hmm. kind of thing kit. Yeah. Um, so this the, is the, the way that I kind of envisioned it after I we started making it was this is stuff that you don't really need, but you, when you need it, you want it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. And, and uh-huh. you know, I don't know if that sounds the best for promoting the gift boxes, but <laughs> you know, this is stuff that you're going to stow away in a baggie in the corner of a tote 
That's almost never going to get used. never, ever going to be used. <laughs> but once you're stuck on the side of a snowy mountain pass and you can't climb it because it's too icy and you have to spend the night, mm-hmm. it'll be nice that you have a magnesium flint starter or yeah. some other items further up this list that mm-hmm. are somewhat essential survival gear. Yes. So I highly recommend if you've never used a magnesium flint starter, fire starter before, practice at home before you go out on the trails and try and use it because most people open it taken out of the package and just have this magnesium block and a flint starter on it right Right. and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden the instructions on how to use it are gone so if you don't know how those things work um practice using it at home before you do it before you go out and just depend on using it there they are very straightforward they do work very well but if you don't understand that you're supposed to scrape off the magnesium before trying to light it on fire, yeah, <laughs> then you're going to have a hard time. <laughs> it's not a flint and steel. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's a, it's a stick block of magnesium and magnesium is flammable and it, 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 it ignites and gets very hot when it ignites. Um, but what you have to do is shave off the magnesium side, which is the big silver block um, into a little pile underneath or around your tinder that you're going to be lighting on fire to get your fire started. Mm -hmm. Um, So you shave off a bunch of little pile of magnesium and then use the flint side of it to strike um, sparks onto your pile of magnesium that then catches fire from the sparks and then catches your flint on fire or your, your, your tinder on fire. Yep. So practice that at home. Um, If you, the nice thing about this is it'll work when it's wet. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's damp outside, you just need to find dry tinder to yes. light on fire, which is where your petroleum balls come into play. Yeah. <laughs> if you're making this. Yeah. If you're making petroleum balls. So we did get a fun photo of somebody that was keeping, uh, was it Jay? Um, was it Kevin pool? It was Austin. Austin. Austin's yep. mother or f- girlfriend's aunt or something. Mom uh, some lady. or somebody yeah. has stockpiled dryer lint up uh-huh. in the cabinet. Yeah. So if anybody wants to buy some dryer lint to make <laughs> petroleum balls, hit up Austin. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to get you some. Yeah, He's got a good funny. source. um so yeah magnesium fire starter Mm -hmm. so those go you know retail anywhere between five dollars and ten dollars um depending on where you get them from um so we put that that value was at a nine dollar retail value there in the box for you guys yes and it was a fairly decent size magnesium block which is the reason that we liked this and and it came with an extra tool to shave off the magnesium and strike the flint with. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the block and flint. Yes. So, um, yeah, really cool little, uh, magnesium fire starter kit there for you yeah. guys. Next on there was an emergency blanket. Oh, okay. That's different mm-hmm. than the one I was going to say, but yeah, that works. Emergency blanket. I think they're great and they're, and they're out. They are awesome for an emergency they're perfect Mm -hmm. um and they sound like it and it's really just and in in a way it sounds silly but it's like a ginormous piece of tinfoil yeah you know kind of (laughs) i mean it's a little bit more pliable than tinfoil is but the benefit of it and the whole purpose of it is to reflect heat that your your body's putting off right back onto your body Mm -hmm. you know and so it's this super thin piece of like reflective material i want to say it's mylar but i don't think it is i don't know what Um, the material is and you just wrap it around you um if you're freezing if you're cold if you you know fell into a water pot like into some snowy water ice water or something you know this is a good thing to have a line around Mm -hmm. um if somebody's in shock 
you know, because they hurt themselves on the trail. You can pull this out and lay it over them if they're cold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very fast way to reflect heat back at people. Mm-hmm. If they're in problems, another, um, unofficial use for one of these things is if you're sleeping in a hammock, yeah, you can drape this underneath your hammock. And, um, because the hammock material is very thin and where you lie, I've talked about this before, everything's compressed down into the bottom of the hammock. So if you lay a piece of uh, emergency blanket underneath your hammock with like a very small gap, all that heat is now bouncing back up at you mm-hmm. and it's, um, a way to reflect the heat and protect you from the cold weather that way as well. So I've, I have a, I have a few different emergency blankets, some that are still packed up and tight like these were shipped, and one or two that are actually opened, and I kind of drape them over tents mm-hmm. to hold the heat in or, you know, use it for an underlayer of a hammock. So You can also use these to create a, a makeshift shelter yes. as well. Yes. If you get stuck out in the rain or something like that while mm-hmm. you're out camping or hiking or backpacking and they pack down super small, they pack down smaller than a, um, a grande Starbucks. Yeah. So <laughs> they do. I mean, they're, their size, they're smaller than an average Joe's wallet, mm-hmm. you know, and, yep. and you will never get it that small again once you open it. This is true. <laughs> so <Very> true. <laughs> sort of be sparing on when you're going to open it, but to some extent, if it's a necessary item, open it and use it, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the benefit of the, you know, one of these things is their time, their pack, they pack away so small that they are one of those items that you can just store and use at your will. And mm-hmm. they're, for the most part, they're not terribly expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so use it when it's needed. Yeah. Cause it, they're pretty, they're pretty easy to replace. Yeah. So that value, the retail value, the ones we got are $5 a piece. Yeah. So, I mean, if you need to use it, it's well worth $5 to mm-hmm. use it and then just get another one that, yeah. that packs down. Or, you know, if you're doing a lot of car stuff all the time, just take the one you used and get it down, bundled it into a Ziploc baggie or something and throw mm-hmm. it into a corner somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These are a great thing for like when the, when the kids are freezing on a random cold night, like when you go camping and you mm-hmm. don't, ex- like you didn't expect it to be cold and you only brought cotton sleeping bags mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just... It, gets it's snowing outside for some freak reason <laughs> Throw, open that one of these to things me. yeah Barrett Lake. there you go yeah. yeah open one of these things up and wrap the emergency blanket over their sleeping bag yep and it'll just help hold all that heat in yep it's great for those so emergency blanket was item the the second big item in there yeah second um, lo- lowest I- second lo- small item price yeah whatever yeah <laughs> Moving our way up. (laughs) Moving our way up. The next one in there is a paracord bracelet. So these are pretty cool. They came, they had, were they the ones with the compass and the whistle built into it? And a flint. And a flint striker built into it. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I can't recall, but it was like 50 feet of paracord. I thought it was more than that. Maybe it was more than that. I want to say it was was over a hundred because it's all packed down super tight into this bracelet. Yeah. Um, they had a, yeah. So you could unravel it and have mm-hmm. paracord in mm-hmm. a case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. In the clasp or the clip, it had the center section was a flint or a flint and st- a, one side the was striker, steel yeah. and one side was, yeah, was the striker and one side was the flint mm-hmm. section. I think that's how I'm saying it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on the top of the clip had a compass, a little tiny bubble compass. But I mean, 
in case of an emergency, that's, those are better than nothing. Yeah. You know, unless you're staring at trees and <laughs> looking for moss and watching yeah. which way the sun goes and, or at night looking for the North star, if you actually know where the North star is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, that's a good little thing. And then there was the whistle in the clip too. So all these things were sort of built into this clip, which was really cool. And then it had a little elastic bungee on between it. So you can uh, adjust the elastic bungee to best fit your wrist. So if you got little baby wrists, Mm -hmm. um, then you can fit it. It'll fit you fine. And if you got these big old manly wrist arms, yeah, (laughs) like cankle, cankle equivalents of wrists. Yeah. If you got samurai (laughs) axles or 40 splines, there we go. That's a good way of putting it. (laughs) So samurai axles are 40 spline wrists. Um, there you go. How many splines is a samurai axle? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I want to know their, their diameter though. Yeah. I don't Uh, know. So, um, yeah, paracord bracelet and the, yeah. the ones we got were uh, retail for $23. Yes. So, yeah. They're, and that was, um, they're pretty cool. I mean, there, this is another thing. Like I would never really wear the bracelet, mm-hmm. but I would like, if I'm backpacking, I would clip it around a loop on my backpack and it would live on that and yeah, it would absolutely. live there or I would clip it around a roll bar mm-hmm. and it could live on there. And the paracord, you know, it's like, yeah, you're not going to be able to tow a vehicle with it, yeah. but you can hike food up into a tree with it in mm-hmm. case of an emergency, or you can cinch down a tent with it in the case of, or a easy up or, you know, you, or you can combine the paracord with your emergency blanket and make a, a shelter. shelter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of uses and the, you know, I think my honest opinion with this is the bracelet is a gimmick Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> just give me a way to clasp it onto something else and yep. then, because I, who's I, you know, I don't see people wearing this, Yeah, but, uh, you know, I think it, if you put it in a place and you know, it's there in case of an emergency, you know exactly where it's at and you can go and grab it next time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I would do the same thing. And so, uh, paracord bracelet. Yeah. Lots of really cool uses on it. Great uses for it. Um, you can get as creative as you want with paracord. That's nice. Kind of the benefit of it. So, mm-hmm. and it's um, super, they're super strong. They it's are. Like yeah. 550 pound test or something. Tensile crazy. strength. Something Tensile like that, strength. Yeah. And I've used them. Like I know how to make like little lassos and cinches and mm-hmm. they like, they'll hold up some hefty stuff. Yep. Yeah. You can uh, create traps. If yeah. you, you really need to, <laughs> if you're getting really desperate, you need to sure. hunt some animals. Yeah. Um, you can create traps out of uh, paracord as well. Mm-hmm. doesn't work quite as well as like bailing wire does, but in a pinch it'll work. Uh, next one on the list is a waterproof flashlight. Yeah. I actually never got a chance to play with this one. Have you, did you play with it? Hmm. Yeah, I just know it's beefy. It's pretty sturdy looking. Mm-hmm. I never opened one of the packages because I was sending them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it came with batteries in it, so you might need to get batteries. Okay. But yeah, the benefit of having a waterproof flashlight mm-hmm. is the is that it's waterproof, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Is, if it's raining, you don't have to worry about it. If you if your rig flips over in the water, it'll mm-hmm. still work if you can find it on the bottom of the river. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, a, a good, sturdy, waterproof flashlight is worth its weight in gold out there on the trail. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we did a review of a similar flashlight mm-hmm. um, from, was it the Vaunt, Vaunt. one? Um, where we took the flashlight and dunked it in buckets of water. Yeah. 
um, and turned off all the lights in the shop and to see, you know, if it would still work, how long it would work. And, um, and this is, this flashlight is very, very similar to that. It's yeah. a little bit more beefy and it puts out a little bit more light, a little bit more lumens than the Vaunt one. Um, so this one, uh, comes in at $40 retail value. Yes. For these flashlights. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, I like, I, I'm going to probably snag one. I will probably snag one as <laughs> well, well. You, you and your lights. I know I need to, and I just, I keep losing my lights mainly because people keep taking them. But speaking of lights, I, I <laughs> might be wanting to, you might need to tell me your new headlamp. Info. Oh yeah. So that headlamp, that one was really cool. I'll send Let, you the link on Amazon. Let's talk about it next episode. Okay. We'll All talk right. about it next episode. Remind me cause that happened okay. out at the, the ladies run and yeah. I forgot to talk about it. Uh, so the, the next item here is some gear wrench work gloves. Yes. Which are, I love, love, love these gloves. Yes. I think <laughs> we both have had a pair for a while and uh-huh. gear wrench started just sort of releasing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've both, I've, I'm, I've tore mine up. Yeah. Well, not, I've used mine a lot. Mine aren't orange anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mine are kind of brown because yeah. I was digging, tr- like I was, I had to, so, uh, long story short, I had, we got solar on the shop, which powers my house. And, um, we had to dig a trench for the solar to go through. Gotcha. And I was using my gear wrench work gloves, digging with the shovel. Gotcha. And I didn't get any blisters or anything, yeah. but the, the gloves are now brown. Yeah. The gloves are super nice. They're, they're impact gloves. They are. So they have a lot of padding in the hands. Um, they and on the back side of your hands and on the back side they have guards mm-hmm. so it's like a high not a hard plastic but it's a hard it's a it's kind a, of a polyurethane material yeah, it's a thick rubber or a thick rubber yeah. on the the backs of the hands and it goes all the way down the fingers mm-hmm. so because um, who knows those times that you have been wrenching on something and the wrench slips off the bolt head and your hand flies into a pulley or, or something into your face or into your face <laughs> or the engine block or whatever uh-huh. and you bust up your knuckles uh-huh. well now you have thick rubber padding kind of yeah. over those areas and you know it might hurt but you're not going to be bleeding yeah but what's really nice i like about these because um we got when we got our gloves to play around with and test and play with um, mm-hmm. and give feedback on uh, we got the gear wrench ones and also the crescent ones. Yes. Um, and the crescent ones are like a, a leather. They're more, more like a yard work glove yes. or heavy duty working like for recovery equipment, rigging stuff. Yeah. Here, um, let's put it this way. When we got them before Christmas, mm-hmm. we were playing, we've been playing with these since before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I brought them back to my house and my mom saw the crescent ones and goes, <laughs> what? So I can have those, those right? fit my hand. <laughs> And I, she like tried them on there. Like she's all, they're a little big, but you can give these to me for Christmas. I really like these. I like the feel. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I keep a pair of the vehicle. So the gear wrench gloves yeah, and a pair of the crescent ones in my, in the rig all the time. So I use the crescent ones for, you know, recovery stuff mm-hmm. and the gear wrench ones for working on the vehicle. Um, and same thing. I keep another pair at my house, but the gear wrench ones, they're not as thick in the fingertips. So you still have a decent amount of um, yeah. nimbleness. The gear wrench ones, the gear wrench ones. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were thicker than the crescent ones. Uh, I think the, yeah. the crescent ones are a lot thicker in the fingertips or at least it's, maybe it's just a lot uh, more stiff of a material cause they're leather, but like you can't use the crescent ones to, to work with nuts and bolts. No, yeah. The gear wrench ones you actually can. So, um, 
Yeah, the I'm I'm a huge huge fan of these gloves, and it was really exciting when um, we put it out there as a request for the the boxes. And Gear Wrench said, "Heck yeah, let's Heck do it!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that so, was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. A long time ago, uh, a while ago, I asked for people's um, shirt sizes and glove sizes, mm-hmm. and that was because I was reaching out to um, m- mechanics. Oh, uh-huh. what I think that's mechanics how gloves, mechanics yeah. gloves. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was reaching out to them to see like, Hey, let's get gloves for our gift box. And I, and they said, and I, uh, long story short there, they said, sorry, we don't do group buys. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well then I'm not going to buy individual <laughs> gloves yeah. for, I can't like that. That defeats the whole purpose of the gift box. Uh-huh. Um, and so, but the gear wrench and crescent gloves are they worked with mechanics correct yes to make their gloves yes and so it's as high or and i honestly believe better i think they're i think they're better than the mechanics gloves are Mm -hmm. the mechanics gloves are great and i have a few sets of them in the shop but i now almost strictly use the gear wrench gloves yeah me too they're great yep i agree i love them Uh gear wrench needs to make some uh plastic dip gloves yeah yeah i love those things yeah <laughs> no but so these are i mean yeah they they got a leather palm no padding uh there is padding on mm-hmm. the gear wrench ones mm-hmm. the crescent ones are just pure leather no padding yep. uh on the palm there is padding spots which were great because i like when i'm wrenching the wrench falls right onto the pad mm-hmm. and so if like i'm wrenching a lot it doesn't hurt my hand mm-hmm. especially when i'm cranking down on some things and then there is the impact pads on the backside so if you do uh strip or fling your hand into something it Mm -hmm. you know or boxing uh it would work (laughs) uh save your hand a little bit yep um let's see i don't i don't know they have a a velcro strap on the backside so you can cinch it down so they don't really slide off very easily i really like how the the crescent ones are a deep wrist right Mm -hmm. the wrist strap is is a it's a long wrist on it the gear wrench ones are not they're really short wrist I really like that about them as well. Yeah, I do too. They just kind of, they're, they're more, if I wear they fit the hand better, they maneuver better yeah, on your you hands. Can move your hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not as restricting on your wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, also I wear a watch a lot of times uh. and it worked like I just had to slide my watch up my wrist a hair and those gloves fit where the crescent ones, I have to take the watch off. Yeah. Like it, it's, um, doesn't work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, they're great. I can't say how, yeah. How, uh, how wonderful they are. My only downside to them is they don't come in a small because I think that some, uh, not my, I fit in the mediums, uh-huh. um, gloves, but there are people probably, or, and some ladies that have smaller hands that these, uh, they just, the mediums would be too large about. So gotcha. that's my only gripe is they just, they, they don't have, smalls. they don't make a small version, which Interesting. I think, which is actually, they probably would not sell as many, warranted you know to mm-hmm. make it i understand mm-hmm. that but like i think that there's still an opportunity there that they do yeah. too so yeah cool. i never had I didn't when we sent the call out like mm-hmm. hey here we you can get a small or i mean a medium larges or xls nobody said do they make a small yeah. you know because <laughs> you know but um i mean and i think because we when we got them we got them in boxes and i think they came with two mediums and then five XLs and five larges. So I think yeah. they did their internet research, you know, or their, <laughs> their, uh, not internet research, but their, um, consumer research, consumer research. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And they know the market and like how, mm-hmm. like, okay, you're going to sell mostly larges and XLs and occasionally you'll sell a medium and you're probably never, ever going to sell a small. Yeah. But I, yeah, my only semi gripe is that they, 
This is not even available? Yeah, it's not yeah. even available. Yeah. And not that we needed it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody had a small, but... Yeah. Uh, cool. So those were... Those came in at $29. Okay. So $29.98.99. Yeah. And then the last item is our specialty item, a 10 millimeter socket. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I lost. Yeah, I don't remember which one I threw in. Because there's essentially there's 10 millimeter uh, quarter. Did we get three eighths as well? We got and quarters, three eighths and half inch drives. <laughs> and then we got six points and 12 points of those variables. And then we get short and deep as well. I don't know. I don't think we got deep sockets. Okay. I think we only got short sockets. Okay. So we got a lot of those at yeah. one point in time. But I, I think I threw in. I, I honestly don't remember. You got one of those. I think it, I don't I don't want to say because it's I mean. Yeah. You got one of those. Yeah. Hopefully it was the half inch, the half inch drive. Yeah. <laughs> 10 millimeters. I'm not, I don't recall what that, I think it was. I those are funny know. looking. I was going to say it's, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, now I'm second guessing if we got half inch drive, 10 millimeter, 12 points also, but mm-hmm. uh, I think we did mm. get those also. Okay. But I think we have one more round of before repeating before them before, <laughs> We are going to need to ask for, well, before, because a lot of, when we first started this game of adding the 10 millimeters in, (laughs) we only had like 20, 25 ish people. Yeah. And then we went up to like 28 Mm -hmm. and then we went up to 32 Mm -hmm. and now we're at 52. (laughs) Yes. Somewhere around that 40. I don't know. We'll need to look. It's 48 to 52 Mm -hmm. um, for this next round. Um, and gear inch sent us 40 of each size. Mm-hmm. And so we have some miscellaneous ones mm-hmm. that weren't big enough to fill the shoes, you know, to go out to everybody. Cause I did send the same one out to everybody every time gotcha. in the last few rounds because I didn't want to give people repeats, yeah. you know, while I had, you know, these. So I think we have one more round where it can go out to almost everybody, but we're going to have to ask for more of that one size to do that. Mm-hmm. And then the next round is going to be just a hodgepodge of yeah. whatever. Miscellaneous. And if you guys get repeats, then hopefully you lost your first one. Yeah. <laughs> and the likelihood is you did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, cool. That, uh, does, I thought we did pretty good with this gift box. Yeah. Our this, goal I think it came out. Well, our goal with gift boxes is to turn your guys's $60 into a hundred dollars worth mm-hmm. of items. Yeah. Um, because essentially if you're, you know, if you're on the gift box tier, you're spending 20 bucks a month, Yep. but 10 of that a month goes towards the giveaway. Yes. So really you're only putting 10 bucks a month towards the gift box. Um, every six months, that's $60. Correct. Good so math. we try and turn that $60 into a hundred dollars for you guys. So we're making money. Yes. Look at are. us go. What was the the total? <laughs> Not including because I we realized after we wrote or was writing this list down mm-hmm. with the totals that Ready we to buy did boxes and other stuff. Well, boxes are in there and shipping. Uh, shipping's in there, but yeah. it but the candy and the air fresheners weren't on there. Uh, so, but gotcha. what was the total of the items? The of, total of the for, items for the consumer prices were a hundred and eight dollars and forty nine cents. Yeah. So we turned we, your 60 bucks into $108.49. Yeah, plus some because they mm-hmm. because they are fresheners and candy. Yep. <laughs> nice. So let's call it uh, 110 bucks. 110 bucks. Yeah. Sure. So I thought we did pretty good with this one. Um, I thought it was really cool that it kind of turned into a theme, mm-hmm. which also gave us the idea of running a theme for the next one. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think the theme 
once we sort of realized that it was the theme was going, then uh-huh. we actually jumped onto that and had a few more r- really good ideas. Cause a lot of times we're sitting there going like, I don't know what I do. Oh, what do we want to so put into the yeah. gift box? There's so much stuff. What do we think about? What do we want to do? You know? Uh-huh. And then once we go, Oh, this is sort of a survival outdoor gear. What else would you want for survival uh-huh. outdoor stuff? And then we like, we immediately had like three or four more ideas uh-huh. and yeah, so that worked out pretty well. Uh-huh. And so I think, and we already have the theme for next box, the we next do. gift box. Yep. And we've already d- started some g- discussions for mm-hmm. that item. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. My, my goal time. is to actually have this one come out, <laughs> be released at the beginning of the month. Like we say we would. Okay. And so we could talk about it by the end of the month mm-hmm. so that when we're doing this episode, people could actually decide if they want to <laughs> get into the gift box tier. <laughs> yes. Cause right now the gift box tier, unfortunately is closed. It so is. Yeah. You, if you want in on the gift box tier, the best thing to do is really sign up for the giveaway tier and then be already in the system. So when the, when we open it up, we do announce it on um, face in the Facebook group and we do announce it on Patreon to say that the gift box tier is open. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to move up, move up. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very easy to move up. It takes a little bit extra work to set ev- up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's how that's working. So that was the gift box this time. Uh, a nice little hodgepodge of emergency preparedness stuff. Um, so if it were me and I got this gift box, which I might end up taking one of the, <laughs> the extras we have, um, I would take all this and put it into like one of those little plastic ammo cans mm-hmm. um, and put a first aid kit in there with it. And then yeah. that can just lives under one of my seats in the rig or behind a seat or in a corner yeah. somewhere. Um, and that's how with my petroleum balls in there too. Sure. So yeah. That would and be my, what I would do with we, this kit. We so. did give out um, glove box first aid kits. And I think in the first box, Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, if you still have that, then uh-huh. you can just mix all this stuff together. Yeah. I think I, if it was me, I probably would do a, some sort of a canvas bag and cinch it somewhere in the uh, rig. That's so idea. that's so always kind of in the same spot. Yeah. But somewhere in the, the sort of the goal and the plan of this was have make it, and it's this is an emergency kit, mm-hmm. right? This is uh, something set aside for you guys that you know. Um, I'm, I'm assuming some most of you probably have one or two, three of these items mm-hmm. to some extent, you know. But the benefit of us trying to get it all together for you is now you got everything, um, and you probably want to add to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but turn this into a kit, throw it in your rig, you know, set it up so that if something does happen, now you know right where these items are, and you can you know, have a quick call to action. Yeah. Cool. I like it, man. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, and that's the gift box. So, yeah. uh, hopefully if you guys are feeling left out and jealous about not receiving a gift box, um, the gift box tier will be open again in October yes. this year, October, yes, 2021. So mm-hmm. put that on your calendar, set yourself a reminder now, um, so that you know, to get in and get in on that as soon as it's opens October 1st. Cool. Um, before we close out this episode, okay. Since it is a Thursday episode, I have a rant. <laughs> a Aaron just got back to me. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's in Gilroy. Oh, garlic capital of the world. I know. Maybe we should go down there for the garlic fest this year. Let's just do that and bring they stickers. Have garlic ice cream. Oh, <gasps> it's so good. Oh, I want some. I've, since I went to Monterey, I went to some of these. <laughs> uh-huh. They were pretty fun. <laughs> you have a rant. 
I do. Okay. I'll bring you back on topic. Sorry. Thank you. Um, yeah, the, uh, so I have been trying to find a business, a bank to do business with for more flight. <laughs> I know where this is going. You already. know where this is going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. And how's that going, Tyler? It's going really bad. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> so why is that? Because I'm a millennial and I want to do everything remotely. Mm, I want to be able to manage my business banking from my phone. I want to be able to manage it over the internet. I don't want to have to go into a branch, spend the time to travel down to a branch to make deposits or pay people or order checks. Like I don't even want to deal with checks like, and that's like unheard of in the business world. Everybody's like, no, you got to write a business check to pay for everything. I'm like, screw you. My bank's going to write it. I don't do checks. Like yeah, the checks are stupid. Take, Everybody needs take to get away my from business checks. credit card. Yes. Take my business credit card or take my business PayPal, take my business Venmo, take my business Zelle. If you need a check, I will have my bank cut you one and you'll get it in two weeks. That's mm-hmm. your option. If you want to check. Otherwise I have to spend money to buy checks And I'm like, that's stupid when you have all these other free options out there. So anyways, um, if you want to hear more about how bad checks are, go listen to some of Wheeling Wine and Whiskey's rants. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So um, I hate checks and I, I want to be able to do business online easily. Yes. So the first bank that I started at was my personal bank. Okay. And it was a credit union. And typically credit unions are, they're, they're generally regarded as better customer service. They value the customers more. Okay. You would think. Yeah. Um, and I, I went in there and I was like, okay, I want to set up the business account. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, you need to have an appointment because of COVID. And I'm like, yeah. you don't have anybody sitting down here talking to any bankers right now. Can I just see one of your bankers? And like that guy right there isn't seeing anybody. Can I just talk to him? They're like, no, you have to set an appointment. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay can fine. I make an appointment in five For, minutes, yeah, five please? Minutes, yeah. They're like, no, appointments have to be made more than 24 hours out so that we know we have somebody here that can handle your problem. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. So I had to go down. I drove to the bank, the branch to make an appointment to uh, to end up making an appointment to leave and come back at my appointment time. Right. So strike one. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I come back, I'm setting it up and and we get down to doing everything and they're like, okay, cool. So we're going to set you up a new login, online login for your business account. And I was like, no, 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 no. Can't you just tie it to my current login that my personal account's under? Yeah. Like, no, we can't do that. Why not? What? <laughs> I was like, that to me, that's just a database backend thing where you just connect the two user IDs in a database right. to say this is now under this login. Yeah. Um, they my, couldn't do my it. My bank does that. Yeah. I would have figured most banks did. Like, yeah. I didn't even think that would be an issue. And they're like, nope, we can't do that. You have to have two different logins. Two different logins. And I was like, that's not going to work for me. And yeah. they're like, you can't have two logins. And I was like, no, because then I have to now that's more work for me to go in and manage my money. Screw you guys. Yeah. I was like, if you can't do that, then I don't want to bank with you. And they were like, crazy. they were like, well, yeah, we can't do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go find somewhere else then. Yeah. So I went and found another bank. Okay. That, um, um, come that lets you have everything under one user login online. Mm-hmm. However, this bank, I just found out recently because I finally hired a bookkeeper, an accountant to take care of my business books for me. Mm-hmm. And she kindly let me know that this bank charges you $10 every time you want to download your statements via QuickBooks. Wow. So if you want to use QuickBooks to manage your books, 
which my bookkeeper does. Yeah. That's the only thing that she uses. She won't let you use anything else. If you okay. want to use her, you got to go with QuickBooks. I'm like, okay, that's fine by me. Um, uh, whatever makes your life easier, you know, absolutely, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> but my bank charges you $10 every time you download something in QuickBooks format. And it's a big national bank. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Okay, that's going to be a deal breaker. Like, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, that's stupid. Well, and um, she's probably downloading it every a week, once a week or something like that. Yeah. So it's an extra 40, 50 bucks a month to <laughs> have this done. Wow. So I'm like, okay, let's go find another bank. So um, I called this other bank and um, and their phone system is horrendous. Like, okay, and here's my rant. My rant is in if you want to make business if you want business and you want people to come to you with their business, make it easy for people to fucking come to you with their business. <laughs> so here's my problem. Um, the phone system, in order to go in right now and set up a business account, you have to do it in person. Okay. In order to go in in person, you have to have an appointment like the first bank, right? Okay. So I've learned my lesson. I'm like, I'm not going to go into the branch to make an appointment just to come back yes. for my appointment. Sure. So I'm like, I'm calling. I'm calling. So I call in and nobody picks up at the branch. And this is during their business hours. Nobody picks up. And this bank, what they do is the system, if nobody picks up within four rings, it kicks you out to one of their national call centers. Okay. In order to get through to somebody on the national call center, you have to have an active account with that bank. <laughs> Do you see a problem here? I see a problem. Do you here. see a problem? It's a big problem. I'm trying to make an appointment at your bank so I can make an account so I can then talk to you. Uh huh. But nobody at the bank is nobody, picking up. So I can't make an appointment. So I can't <laughs> make it put an account. Yes. So I was, I was like, I'm just trying to hit zero because it's like asking for an account number. And I'm like, I don't have an account yeah. number. That's what I'm trying to accomplish with you guys. I'm trying to bring you business yeah. and set up an account number. But like, no, they can't do it. Hit zero for the operator. They're, no, they don't even give that option. Yeah, star. So not even that. I've, I've tried everything. Do they Literally, have, I tried everything. I do, if they have the like voice thing, you know, like, Tell us if you're a member, yes or no. And I go, they don't have <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't understand you. <laughs> so I tried that and then too. They go, we're going to kick you over to a person. <laughs> so that's what I thought that would happen. Most phone systems are set up to do that uh -huh. now. And theirs has no option. They keep saying, sorry, we cannot help you unless you give us a valid account option, wow. account number. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I went out of the phone system, came back in called the branch again, no answer, got kicked out to the phone, the, the, the national phone center, the call center. And I picked something like seven, seven. Yeah. <laughs> just to get into the system. And they're yeah. like, okay, thank you for picking this. Now, what is your business account number? What's your credit card account number? What's your, what's this? And I'm like, I don't have any like, and so finally what I ended up doing was I hung up and called their credit card division, not the banking division. Yeah. Because I have one of their credit cards. Okay. So I got to their credit card and the person picks up and goes, Hey, how can I help you? And I'm like, I am in the totally wrong place, but your phone system is horrendous and you're the only person I could get to. So I'm telling you right now, I'm in the wrong place. I need to be transferred to setting up a business banking account. And she goes, oh, yeah, you're not in the right place. I was like, I know. I just I told know. you that. Yeah. And she goes, okay, well, here, let me get you over to the business banking. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. So I get over to the business uh, person. Yeah. And she goes, hey, what can I help you with? And I'm like, yeah, I need to set up a business banking account. And she goes, oh, we can't help you with that on the phone. You have to go into a branch to do that. 
And I was like, I agree. (laughs) I am with you 100% here. So how do I do that? And she goes, oh, you have to make an appointment. I was like, perfect. We're on the same page. Can you help me make an appointment? And she goes, no, I can't. You got to go in. You got to go in. And I'm like, or you got to call the branch. Okay. (laughs) So I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, so I got to call the branch. Yes. I'm like, okay, I've been calling the branch. The branch doesn't pick up and then I get kicked out to the national call center, which I can't get through to a person because you have to have an account in order to talk to your national call center. Do you see a problem with this? And she goes, oh yeah, that could be a problem. I was like, yeah. Um, And she goes, well, you can make an appointment online. I was like, I would love to have you show me how because I have tried that and it doesn't work. And so she went to walk through the, the steps of doing it. And in trying to set up an appointment online, you get an error message that says, sorry, the online appointment system is not working and operational at this time due to technical difficulties. Please try again later. Yeah. And it's been that way for like a week and a half. Oh, that's funny. So um, she goes, oh, well, that's kind of a bummer. I was like, yeah, it is. And she goes, well, then you're going to have to go in. I was like, so get, let me get this straight. I have to physically go down to a branch just to set an appointment and leave so I can come back later to have my appointment to have do banking with you guys. And she goes, yeah, fortunately, that sounds like the only options. I was like, there's no other option. You can't call the branch for me and set up, set up an appointment or have them call me or something like have them call me or like however you can get in touch with the branch and have them call me. She goes, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, all right, look, I'm kind of done trying to work with you guys here. If you are going to make it so difficult that I can't even set up a fucking account with you guys, Mm -hmm. I have zero faith that you're going to make my future banking career with you easy and simple. Sure. So, if you want to have somebody reach out to me to make my life simple, to bring you quite a bit of money, reach out to me. I'll give you my phone number and my email, but until then I'm done trying to deal with you guys. <laughs> and so she goes, okay, well here, can I get your phone number here? Yeah, I've totally, I understand. I'm so sorry about all this. Let me get your phone number and I'll have somebody reach out to you. So I'm like, okay, my phone number is five, five. And then the system hung up on me. <laughs> no way I, it totally the whole fucking phone system hung up on me i don't know if she hung up on me or yeah, if that's... the f- automated phone system had a glitch but i'm like wow this bank and this is a big big bank oh yeah i'm just gonna say it just because i'm so pissed at them Citibank. oh it's Citibank. so Citibank has all these issues that apparently they cannot fix and get right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, that's, this is my rant. I'm like, I just want somebody who wants my business right now. Like I'm done. I've gone through four different banks trying. That's funny. And nobody seems to want to make life easy to be able to do banking with. So if anybody has any recommendations for business accounts out there, <laughs> yeah. um, I still have yet to try chase and Wells Fargo. Those are the next two on my list. But okay. um, if anybody else has any recommendations, let me wow. know. I'm all ears. Cause I'm, I, I'm like at my wits end trying to find somebody that wants my business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so. That's funny. Uh, that you sort of reminded me of something that I kind of <laughs> had happen recently and I'll just, I'll be really blunt and fast. Cause I know okay. this is sort of at the end of it. Yeah. Unrelated to banking, but I was on, a call uh, with a company and um, they pretty much said, and they were, and they were helping me out and they said, do you have any other like issues or any other problems? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I do. Um, the, when I go to your website, I get a pop-up mm-hmm. and it says, you know, 
click here to learn more. And at the bottom, it has a button that says, please don't show me this pop-up again. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so I click that button. And when I go back to your website the next day or whenever, that pop-up shows up. Yeah. And I click the button that says, please don't show me this again. Uh-huh. And the person on the back side said, well, what you need to do is you need to go in, click into the pop-up and then look at the page and then that will recognize that you've seen it. I said, no, no, I don't think you understand (laughs) what the, please don't show me this button anymore. This pop up anymore button should do. Yes. This button right here says, don't show me this. Yes. And you're telling me the only way for me to not see it is to go into the pop up and click through and Uh go view the website. That's not right. That you need to fix this. Yeah. You know, and the lady's like, okay, we'll make a comment of that and send it to our RT department for you. And I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> and see, and so this is like, no, this is, this is a good point that I want to hit on. And this is totally getting out of the realm of off-roading, but yeah. hopefully we can apply it to any off-roading businesses that are listening right now. Consumers hate, hate forced technology shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing is that consumers don't have any faith whatsoever that if they talk to somebody in customer service about an ongoing issue that it's actually going to get fixed. So make an effort (laughs) to, to give good customer service, not piss off your customers. And um, if you say you're going to try and fix something or leave a note to the tech team to fix something, actually follow through with it and make sure that it happens. So that's, that's uh, I think that's just an overarching thing that like anybody can learn from. Yeah. Anybody, a- any business, <laughs> any business out there yeah. off road, anybody, please, please your customers. Yes. So anyways, that's my rant for the day. No, that was a good one. It's a good one. I'm yeah. glad it was that one. Like I, I almost like lost it and went on like my fame, my UPS rant that I went on a long time <laughs> ago. I almost got to that level, but um, yeah, so that's my rant. Uh, I'm just looking for somebody that wants my business in banking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I don't understand why it's so difficult. <laughs> so um, if you guys have any feedback, any comments, any questions, feel free to call in any jokes that you want to share. Any good jokes, call it in 916-345-4744. 916-345-4744. That's also down in the show notes. Um, uh, I think you, if you're viewing this on your phone, you might actually be able to just click on it and have your phone pull up oh, your, your call, cool. call phone app. Um, you can send texts in there too, if you want. Um, if you guys want to get in contact with us through Instagram, email, um, bat signals, we respond to those pretty well too. Um, you can send those up. You guys know how to get a hold of us there. Uh, Jimmy kind of manages and monitors the snail trail four by four Instagram account. I'm over at four X four Toyota Tyler. And, um, yeah, I think that's about does it right. Sounds good. Cool. Do you have any final words for everybody out there? You can find me on Clubhouse at JimmyJet10. <laughs> nice. And with that, my friends, keep crawling. I got one for you. You got one? I do. I got one too. Do you? Uh Uh-huh. Hey, this is my time. Hey.
I'm an impede. Wow. <laughs> Jerk. Did you hear that? I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. Uh, no, I didn't. How's in, it going? It's impossible to put down. Im- <laughs> nice. <laughs> why? So here's a good one for you. Um, I'm ready. Why couldn't the lifeguard save the hippie? I don't know. Cause he's too far out, man. <laughs> not, not bad. <laughs> not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, I've, that's, I think might be the very first lifeguard joke I've ever heard. Really? <laughs> I think so. I, I, we got to hear more lifeguard jokes. Usually if has any. they like when somebody tells me a joke, it sparks a memory of another joke I heard in line with that. Gotcha. But I don't, nothing came to mind. So yeah, that's usually like a lot of times people go like, jokes. Hey, you're funny. You know, tell me a joke. And I'm like, uh, uh yeah. But if somebody so else tells me a joke, then I just go, okay, I know a joke that was, goes in line with that. Gotcha. So, yeah. <clears throat> what about hippie jokes? No, I'm no, sure that no they jokes? get made fun of enough. <laughs> Fair. I mean, you've seen the sign in my garage. Mm-hmm. That's true. 